Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. The problem of homelessness in America is a problem that just won't seem to go away. Is it getting worse due to the economic downturn? One expert not only says yes, but he believes the impact is hardest on families. With more, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Dr. Ralph Nunez is the president of the Institute for Children and Poverty, an independent nonprofit research and advocacy organization based in New York City. I think many people are startled at some of the statistics out there about homelessness. So let's start right there. Tell us the scope of the problem from your perspective. It's a problem that's been growing in multitudes. Today, almost 700,000 families will be homeless in America this year and almost 2 million children. Some of those figures are so large that my math shows that would be roughly one in every 125 American families that would be defined as homeless. What exactly is the definition of homelessness? Well, there are a lot of definitions of homeless. When we talk about numbers like that, we're talking about people who are really either living on the streets in abandoned cars, buildings, or in shelters. But then there are people who argue that families that are doubled and tripled up, and there are hundreds and thousands across America, should be included in the number of homelessness. They are considered the hidden homeless. They're just waiting for a chance to come out into the system. It's only a matter of time before they do. It would just seem to be common sense that the high rate of mortgage foreclosures and some of the other economic problems would certainly be compounding the problem of homelessness these days, right? Well, they are, and that's what we're starting to label as the new homeless. We're looking at it. It's a brand new study out in Indiana now that shows the loss of a job is the primary reason for a family being homeless. That hasn't been the case before. Let's talk for a moment about the effect of homelessness on children. They seem to be part of the fastest growing segment, right? Well, they are indeed. Children are the fastest growing segment of the homeless population. And if you were to take all the homeless in America together today, you would find that your typical homeless person in this country is a child. And is there an average age for that child? Well, that varies. Depends where you are. There's Some people have a number out there, age 9. I don't believe it's that. It's a little higher. About 11 or 12 is your average age. I understand that another group that seems to be very high in homelessness is veterans. Veterans are. That is another group that they classify in many instances as chronic homeless. They're individuals who, when they come out of the military, who have historically, for whatever reasons, have episodes that relate back to things that they've experienced that find themselves ending up on the street or in a shelter. And there's a lot, I must say, the federal government is doing quite a bit to deal with that issue in great ways that they haven't done in decades. Once a family falls into homelessness, there seem to be a lot of obstacles in pulling themselves out and becoming self-sustaining again, aren't there? There are numerous obstacles, and it depends what the family looks like. You know, over the past several decades, for three decades, we've had homelessness here. It's been primarily really a poverty issue, not simply about housing, but about social problems, whether it be domestic violence, not employable skills, a lack of education, or being dependent on public assistance. We've started to see a major mix on that, and those have been families that you really have to have services if you want to get them out of homeless. A house isn't going to solve the problem. They will be back through some crisis and find themselves homeless again. What we've started to see over the past few years are the working poor, people who've never been homeless now in the system, and they're actually going to work from shelters. And now, as I mentioned earlier, there are the new homeless, those who are really middle class on the fringe of the middle class who are now finding themselves without a job or in a foreclosure who are now finding themselves homeless for the first time ever. I think a lot of people have a particular picture of a homeless person in their mind, and there are certainly some people who think 
There's a segment of the population that will always be homeless, mainly because they are perhaps mentally ill or addicted to some substance. And no matter what our government or volunteer groups do, they'll always be that core group of people on the streets. What's your reaction to that? To a great degree, that's true. People with mental health histories, there are problems because they're not, you know, we've deinstitutionalized people with mental health problems in America. And we've set up community residences where they were supposed to live, but it doesn't work. They stop taking their medication and they find themselves out on the street. That is very much in the single population. And our vision of what we think in America of homeless person, we think of that person we see on the street. It's visible. What people don't know is that the biggest, fastest growing segment of homelessness are families. And they are invisible. Because if you saw a family on the street, government is actually obligated to remove that child or children. And parents don't want that to happen. So they're hiding away in cars, or they're living in tents where we see these tent cities, or they're in shelters and they're stuck. What kind of advice can you offer to a family that may be going through a rough patch financially to keep themselves out of that homelessness trap? One of the most important things is not to enter the shelter system if you don't have to. If you're down and out, and if you are on the new homeless track where you've lost a job, anything that will keep you from coming into the system is important, whether you live with family till you get yourself back up on your feet, Because once you are in the shelter system, there are so many disincentives just by the system itself not to get you back to work. You really get into a struggle of just keeping your family together. You know, in some cities, in Miami, they actually separate the family. Male children go with males to one shelter. Female children go with females to another shelter. We don't want that to happen. So keeping out of this at all costs is one of the most important things. Am I correct in assuming you think there needs to be more government funding for this? There needs to be not only more government funding, but there needs to be a fundamental understanding that homelessness isn't simply about housing. That for many, many families, the largest group so far that have been here, homelessness is about dealing with non-employable skills, about a lack of education, about raising children in that same kind of environment. If that's it and you have to move around homeless, a child moves once or twice, usually twice a year. That's two setbacks in school. Studies show that any one of those setbacks equals six months. Do it twice, a child's lost a year, lost an opportunity. We need to understand that a shelter stay isn't just to wait for housing. It's really an opportunity to provide services and deal with some of these issues so we can remove these crisis variables. Is there something that the average person can do to help? I think first and foremost, it's something that would really help this issue in America is to understand that it is a children's issue. Because once we know children are involved, there are many things that we have to and can do. By putting the face of the person on the street always up front for homelessness, we do a disservice to the biggest part of the problem, families that are stuck in the system. And I say families because most of these young mothers that we see are in their early 20s. They're children themselves. Here's an opportunity for the government to deal with this, to take a very young family that you can still do things with, turn them back into the education curve, employable into community colleges, job ready, so that they can succeed and don't become homeless again. You study this for a living and work with the homeless. Do you think this situation is going to improve, or is it merely a function of the economy and it's going to gradually improve on its own? Where do you think the homeless situation is going? It is a function of not only the economy, it is a function of society. It is a function of years of government deregulation. You know, poverty, we regulate it. How much poverty do you want to see? We spend more money on it when we don't want to see it. We spend less money on it, it becomes more visible. Homelessness is the product of 30 years of deregulation of social programs that kept poverty at a certain level and helped people to a certain degree. What we've done now is through that deregulation, we've put it in everybody's face. It's visible. And it'll continue to grow. 
And shelters have now become the surrogate for low-income housing. There is very little new low-income housing being built in America and probably will be very little in the future. There is not enough funding, and you have the middle class at risk with housing. So what I see and what I think the answer is and where I think there is a hope to really make a change in public policy, there is today in every county across this country a church, a school, a hospital, and a shelter of some form is to take these shelters and don't make them temporary way stations, but make them residential educational facilities with daycare for young children, Head Start, with after-school programming for older children who are in schools, with job training and educational programs and courses so that parents can get into community colleges, with health care on site. I see now that what we have done through all of the great growth of the past decades is we have moved poverty. We have taken it out of communities that we gentrified, and we have now put it in shelter communities. Well, then let's make those communities communities of opportunity where we deal with all of these problems that we couldn't deal with before when they were spread throughout the community. And let's really make this the new main streets of people so they can move up and out. And I think that's the answer. It's long term. I think shelters have become the front lines of the war on poverty in America. The most chronic people trapped in poverty are homeless. It's only a matter of time if you're poor in this country in the 21st century that you will end up in a shelter. And unless we make shelters tools, we'll be dealing with this issue in the same archaic way we have for the past three decades. Dr. Ralph Nunez, the president of the Institute for Children and Poverty from New York City. Do you have a website where people can get more information? We do. It's icpnyc.org. Well, thank you for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.